signed in 1787, the U.S. Constitution states that no state shall make anything but gold and silver coin a tender in payment of debts. In 1791, to help pay for the revolution, Congress established the first National Bank of the United States. Within a decade, it became evident that taxes were being sent to the crown, and the bank was not renewed. A political battle ensued, which resulted in the formation of America's first two political parties, the Federalists and the Democratic Republicans. The framers of the U.S. Constitution left out any mention of political parties because they saw them as corrupt relics of the British Crown's divide-and-conquer system. The second central bank was chartered in 1816 and shut down in 1832 by Andrew Jackson, who wrote that the bank was unauthorized by the Constitution, subversive to the rights of states, and dangerous to the liberties of the people. For nearly a century, America thrived without a central bank. Until 1914, when the privately owned Federal Reserve banking system was quietly given power over America's wealth. In 1933, the U.S. government declared bankruptcy and the Fed shifted to a debt-based economy. And after the U.S. dollar was made the world reserve currency, the entire world became dependent upon debt. A currency backed by nothing but debt and IOUs was doomed to eventually fail from the start. And that day appears to be coming soon. These big banks have funded wars and criminally profited off human suffering for decades. Credit Suisse alone has been fined over 50 times for over $10 billion for money laundering, fraud, espionage, drug trafficking, and stealing money from the people. Every person in the civilized world is now feeling the same financial pressure being subjected by the U.S. Federal Reserve Bank. Nations of the world are buying up record amounts of gold. Three quarters of the world have joined BRICS to prepare for a new world reserve currency after the end of the U.S. dollar. Zimbabwe and Mexico are now joining BRICS. But it's important to remember that the Federal Reserve Bank is operated by BlackRock. BlackRock is operated by the Rothschild City of London banking cartel. And so even if the Fed collapses, BRICS is most likely another proxy of this old banking cartel. The idea for BRICS was born in 2001 from Goldman Sachs. The Federal Reserve Bank's digital currency, FedCoin, is already hugely unpopular. CBDCs are being rejected upon arrival. But that isn't stopping the federal government and the failing big banks from luring the population into their new nightmare system. This July, the Federal Reserve Bank will be launching FedNow and managing practically every transaction made in the United States. Then all they have to do is what the Nigerian Central Bank just did, shred and destroy mountains of cash and stop filling the ATMs. But we're not slaves yet. And if we want to have financial freedom, then it's time to fight back against the CBDC concept and return to lawful constitutional money. Oklahoma has a law in the works 
that will protect Oklahomans from being forced to adopt a CBDC. And Florida is now working on a law that will expressly prohibit the use of a CBDC. Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis is calling on other state governors to do the same and fight back against CBDC nationwide. At least a dozen states have passed laws to begin accepting gold and silver as cash on the path to returning to a lawful constitutional money system. Several states have begun printing their own gold backs, a currency shaped like notes made of thin layers of pure gold with a polymer coating, making it easy to spend a dollar's worth of gold. And the free market has been busy figuring out blockchain banking since the Bitcoin white paper. We don't need a central bank or a government to manage our money, but we have to act now and prepare. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Thank you for watching the latest Greg Reese Report. Be sure to go to reesreport.com to see my latest videos, sign up for my free newsletter, and subscribe for exclusive content.